What's up, Kyle? We're back with a new episode from Kyle Tedesco, which I don't even know. You might be the first person that's returning. 
Yeah, am I your first returning guest? Yeah, I mean, am we're doing. Am I a guest or am I just a homie at this point? You're you're a homie, of we're, course. We're... I, I still can't believe we've known each other now for like five or six years. Yeah, I think we met uh, right when I moved back home, so like 2016. Wow. Yep. Right at the start of terrors. I, I don't remember which which screening do we meet at. My first terrors was the thing. Really? No, okay. No, no, the one before that. Uh, Phantasm two. Yes, that was my. Wow. First and I won the raffle. Really? The grand prize, my first one. That's wild. What yeah. was the raffle? I got like a little Funko that was like a exclusive um, Friday the 13th, like a Jason one from part two. Nice. And I got like a Nightmare on Elm Street 3 figure. That's sweet. Yeah, it was cool. I still to this day have never won the fucking raffle. And I've been going since the very start. I went to the Dead Alive screening, which that was that was fucking awesome. I won that one, and then I won twice the next time. Really? People were like booing me. Oh, I remember that at the thing, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And I do remember that. I never won after that. So it's been like five, six years. Just because they booed. But uh, yeah, the luck was with me that weekend I, or that month, I guess. I won three times in two months. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and for anybody that's not seeing a video version of this, obviously, uh, Kyle has a neck tattoo on his throat, basically, of all the Halloween three characters from the masks. Yeah, I'm a big Halloween fan. He's got the pumpkin, the witch, and the the skull. Yep. Very cool. Yep. Um, but yeah, you're, you're one of like several returning guests I'm having this week. We're gonna have our buddy Peter on Peter Vulo, who hosts Thursday night terrors yep, yep. And, tomorrow. and hopefully we're going to have Joe Boynton from the band transit back on because we're going to talk about his new EP that literally just came out today. It's really awesome. It's called death in the woods. You guys got to check it out. Um, and yeah, it's on Spotify, Apple music, wherever you listen to your tunes and yeah, go check it out. And then, um, what What's do we got up, Joe? It's Kyle. Yeah, this is Kyle. You, you guys know each other, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to book Transit way back in the day, and when I lived in Boston, um, I put out some records for the different Transit spinoff. Joe was not in that band, but when we did the record release show, uh, Long Last, I think is the name of Joe's side project that wasn't very long-lived. Yeah. Um, he played that show as well. That's sweet. Yeah. Man, I miss Transit. They were one of my favorite bands. Yeah, Transit's dope. Um. And then let's see, we just got back from doing some awesome home haunts tonight and saw a bunch of yard displays all around Buffalo. We went back to Yard of Terror, which is a very cool revisit. Um, yeah, it was cool. Kind of got lucky. My boss hit me up and said I could have today off yeah, randomly. Sweet. So uh, I was able to do all that. We went and saw like eight or nine haunted houses with the kids. And that's sweet. It's fun. I got to walk through your, your little home haunt you have in your garage too. Yep. Yep. That's all good to go. Ready for Halloween. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Orchard Park, come out to, uh, you know, where he lives. <laughs> Not going to plug <laughs> yeah, that. Don't, but... don't put my address on here. I want to put it right at the end, you guys. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And you're working at Fright World again. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was supposed to work tonight and my boss hit me up, said uh, someone else is trying to work. You want the day off. Yeah, but uh, this is probably my boss was just asking me how many years I've been there. I, I don't know. Um, hmm. I was with a different haunt and fright world bought them and uh so i've been with fright world since they bought my old haunt which happened in 2010 was that final fear no i worked for dark raven manor oh yeah and then fright world bought dark raven manor in 2010 i just found out i didn't even know you worked for dark raven manor yeah i did a couple years there before fright world no way was that when they had the jigsaw house nope the year after okay i went there but i started the next year that's crazy yeah it was cool dark raven manor was sick when it was its own thing yeah it was awesome and then they merged with fright world when was the merge with final fear so though or that so, yeah, no, you're right. We did. We were with Final Field for a year. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about that at the fairgrounds. Yeah. It was so weird. It was only one year long. And then we merged with Fright World the following year. So that was probably like 2009. 
and yeah. I was there for that. And then 2010, we became Fright World. Um, I wonder if they just didn't get along with our, that. Our merge with Final Fear was weird because it was like Dark Raven Manor and Final Fear. Yeah. As of our merge with Fright World, Dark Raven Manor was no more. They just bought us and like absorbed us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know any of the politics of why any of that happened. I I assume it comes down to money and splitting the bills and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And that's where we initially met was Fry World because mm-hmm. we we saw each other at Terrors, but I don't think we we didn't meet until we actually were at Fry World, right? Yeah, I just remember I me- I saw you a bunch of Terrors, and like you said, and then I remember yeah. you talking about like bands that I listen to and records I put out, and I was like, oh, I see you at every single Terrors. What's yeah. up, man? We just became friends. I'll never forget that too. Seriously, still blows my mind. You put out the Turnover EP, yeah, yeah <laughs> and just kinda, all the bands, crazy. all the bands you booked, and it's it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy ride for sure. Yeah, I wish you still did it but yeah, I know it's hard. It's just tough, man. My life has changed. You know, I yeah. have a career. I have, well, I had a career and now I have three kids and yeah. now I run a hockey league. So my priorities have shifted. Um, I mean, I still package records regularly, but uh, yeah. I'm not like actively putting records out. No. Yeah. It's not a very lucrative career as it is though. I mean, it's kind of hard. You're- no. And also like things have changed, like not in my life, like in the industry, like, yeah, I remember when I started my label, that was probably like 2009 ish. Mm-hmm. The whole point of what I did was I would find small bands that aren't really on the map. I'd go on tour and I'd meet these bands that were really good, but no one knew who they were. And, you know, I, I put out their seven inch and they'd go on to a bigger label. This happened a numerous amount of times to where bigger labels were kind of keeping an eye on uh, what bands I was putting out. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, okay, I'll put this band out. Let's check out the next band. And, you know, I was a stepping stone label. I put, put bands on to bigger labels. I, I think out of the 21 records i put out probably worked with like 15 bands and i'd say more than 10 of those went on to bigger labels anyways the point i'm making is now there's like programs you can do where you just pay to like look at uh private statistics on like itunes so like a bigger label can just like go in and see this band gets so many plays let's contact them as of this band nobody's listening to skip them wait till they get bigger that wasn't around when i was doing what i started doing it so like there's really no point in stepping stone labels anymore. You know, mm-hmm. all the information that me taking a chance on a band, like that can just be accessed now through websites. Like, I don't know. There's really, it, the industry's just changed. Do you keep in touch with any of the bands you used to work with? Yeah, totally. I just went to uh, Chris, the singer of sports. I went to his wedding uh, a couple oh, weeks ago. Cool. That was the one in Chicago? Yep. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I went to Chicago. I went to the, um, oh, what did I do in Chicago this time around? Saw No Trigger. Saw no trigger. Yeah. Saw no trigger. That was fucking awesome. Uh, that was an accident. I, yeah. I just was going on like a Friday and I no trigger played a couple shows and I was like, Oh fuck, they're playing on Thursday. Like the day before I'm going to uh, be there. And I just like booked my flight a day earlier and saw no trigger. Um, that's so funny. Went to the science museum, which was really, really good. Yeah. yeah. You, told, you told me that no trigger was a part of the whole raspberry cool incident with yeah, set your goals and fireworks. I, I, I don't know if they were involved in that incident specifically, but they definitely the were like, touring with set your goals at the same time like that okay. that was the era when uh no trigger was very relevant and bumping. So funny. <laughs> yeah i've been a huge fan of no trigger right from the beginning they're, they're great yeah you just showed me them i i don't think i've ever listened to them until today yeah they don't really do a whole lot i mean they're all dads now and like have jobs and stuff um fucking the, sick though the drummer of the swellers is now in that band which is kind of cool yeah so crazy but uh it's just like a fun project like i don't think they'll ever tour full-time again i mean maybe i'm yeah. wrong but they didn't do anything for like a decade and over the summer, they put out a, a new record, which I'm a big fan of. I thought it's super fun. Yeah. All, all of my favorite bands from back then can't tour anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like even Fireworks, they're, they're pretty much just going to do like a lot of one-offs and just probably smaller smaller runs. 
things change, man. It's hard. I mean, it's people hard, grow yeah. up, people have families. Like you can't exactly just get in a van and take off for two months at a time anymore. Like, yeah. I mean, you can, but like I got a four-year-old, a two-year-old and a one-year-old, like there's shit I don't want to miss anymore. You know, yeah. when I was 19, like I had no reason not to get in a van and leave for two months. Exactly. And if you don't really need to do it, as long as you can still play shows every once in a while and pack a room, like that's still sick. You don't yeah, need to for sure. Like, like no the trigger. They played a couple of big shows. Um, in Worcester, I think it was. That's their hometown. Oh yeah. Um, I want to say they played Riot Fest. Really? Okay. And they did like a couple small shows, like Chicago. They did Chicago. I'm assuming because their record label is based out of Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Toby, the guy who runs the label, probably set the show up. Uh-huh. He was at the show. Um, that's not really their hometown, but they just did a couple shows. Uh, they did Boston. They did New York City. Uh, but yeah. Speaking of uh, festivals, I had a very awesome experience last weekend. Oh, yeah. You were telling me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went and drove all the way the fuck out to Vegas, Las Vegas, to be to be in fact, um, in <laughs> Las Vegas, to be exact. I'm so tired. Um, and I went to when we were young fest. I made it 15 minutes towards the venue. I, I was 15 minutes away and they announced that it was canceled due to inclement weather or wind conditions. And yeah, I was really pissed to say the least. It's funny. People online were like calling that the punk version of like Firefest. <laughs> then, like, then like this happens and like the Friday doesn't even happen. And it's just fucking funny. I was, I was very upset. Honestly. I saw some, some shit online where like bands were saying that like whoever's promoting that festival uh-huh. confirmed bands before they even said they wanted to play. Yeah. Like Alkaline Trio. Yeah. They had no fucking clue. It was like, I didn't even know we were playing this and like we were down, but yeah. like they were already like promoting them as like a headlining gig and or an act. It's and, so uh, weird. They didn't even like sign a contract or discuss money or anything. Can you get sued for doing that? I have no idea. That's I'd what, imagine. I don't, that I don't know how any of that works. Wow. But, but it was uh, the punk version of Firefest, which turned out to be a disaster. Day one didn't even happen. Yeah, man. Isn't that tonight too? Isn't it this weekend? It's the 29th. So is that tomorrow? Uh, Yeah, it's the 28th. Yeah, so tomorrow is the last day. Cool. And it was supposed to be three full days. Is it just like the same thing every day? It's the same exact bands there might be a couple that don't play though i know pierce the veil posted when that first day got canceled that they're like oh maybe next year are they something. are they doing like different sets every day or no I w- maybe i would imagine maybe a couple song differences but like the bands aren't playing very long it's like nine songs like the story so far played like nine songs the headliners will play like an hour and a half probably word or maybe actually not even honestly dude I- i've never been a fan of like I don't like huge it. Huge fest like that. Like I don't yeah. like standing all day and I, I hate having to like yeah, for sure. choose between bands when it's like, oh, if I if I want to see this band, I have to skip this band. Like totally. I, don't, I don't like that. Even like the one I used to go to every year was Fest in Gangsville. Oh yeah. And it's fun. Like I love it. But like I mean, I probably went I went to Fest six, Fest seven, ten, twelve, fifty. So I went five times. Wow. Uh and it's just like more it's actually, that's actually tonight. It starts right today. It's really? First day. Yeah. Oh yeah, such gold plan. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just, the last year I went, I was like, I don't know that I like doing this. Like, I don't know that I like standing around from noon to midnight, three days in a row. I just like am yeah. exhausted and like, I think I'd rather just be in my house. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I mean, it's fun. I mean, not to knock fest. Fest is very cool. And all those bands are cool. Like I love such gold. Yeah. Um, he's actually, he's actually performing without a guitar tonight ben? For, for the first time in years. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Are they a five piece? I don't know. I don't know what happened with that. But when Ben was the singer, they were a five piece. Yeah, maybe they are. Then when Tim left, he started playing guitar and singing. Yeah, I'm not sure. So maybe that's sick. I mean, I I kind of preferred it when he was like just the singer. I don't know. It made the energy much better. Yeah, there was a lot more energy for sure. But I mean, 
like I said, the I respect it. Ben's yeah. now he's probably my age. So he's probably mid thirties. Like, yeah, he kills it at doing not both. 18 anymore. But yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Ben's a great guitar player. He's awesome. Um, I used to fucking love warp tour though. I, I got down with warp tour. That's the one fest I could, I could do every year. I was year. never a big warp tour guy. It's really? always fucking hot. And like, they make you spend like six hours on a water. It and... is. I don't know. It was, for some reason it worked though. I went and it's I one mean, day. It's not three days. You know, it's like yeah. one day. I mean, I went to warp warp tour was like really cool when I was like, 12 like yeah, that was totally. how i saw like no effects the first time rancid for the first time yeah. and then as i got older i was just like ah, i've seen all these bands already i'm not excited to see anyone anymore and yeah just kind of aged out yeah it depends who was playing i think a lot of people did i think that's why they stopped doing it you know yeah no, numbers are sure. probably dwindling and but i mean warp tour was cool when i was a little kid like i remember going at lasalle or i didn't go at lasalle park i went to edge fest at lasalle park but i went to like i think my first warp tour was 2002 i think no effects headlined uh that would have been sick my yeah, first was, one was like 08 and I went every year for probably like six, seven years. Yeah. I think I went from every year f- from 08 all the way to the end. I remember one year when I lived in Southern California, it like started in Panama. Is that it? Or is it Pomona? Pomona. Yeah. Started in like Pomona, went all around the country and then ended in like somewhere else in California. I did so, Pomona on the last one. Yeah. So for our, I don't know if they still do this, but for the first day of it, there was like special bands that weren't on the tour. Yeah. Like I remember we got um, Tiger's Army. Uh, Tiger mm-hmm. Army and uh, they weren't on the tour and I had never seen Tiger Army and they were great just to see them in Southern California like yeah. it was sweet um, last couple of years or some of the years I got like all access because I knew one of the the tour bus drivers oh cool and he one one year he was with Chunk No Cap and Chunk and like two years we were with Mano oh cool Man Overboard yeah, yeah um, cool. and it was always cool when you get all access it's fucking sick because you can literally just go backstage you can like go to the tour bus area you can go on stage as long as they have the room for it but you can pretty much go do whatever the fuck you want didn't they like do a warp tour like a one warp tour not the whole thing who who like pretty recently I, I thought i remember hearing they were gonna do like a warp tour reunion like one tour in like new york city or new jersey or something they did something like that i think yeah i remember hearing about did. it uh i had some friends i think who went to it like drove down to it probably was stupid right i don't know like, there's no way it would compare to like the actual thing i don't know you know they had so many like sponsors and stuff. That was a totally different experience. I saw Katy Perry at Warped Tour once. I weird. did too. That was oh eight. Yeah, it was kind of weird. That was my first Warped Tour, and she was like fucking stage diving. Yeah, yeah. I remember being like, "Hmm, this yeah. is not what it used to be." <laughs> like, I heard her on the radio, like yeah. in between like Kanye West and Lady Gaga, and now she's at Warped Tour. There were some good ones that year. I mean, she was cool. Like, I was into it, but it just that's when I knew yeah. like this is not the same as it used to be. <laughs> no, I remember I walked up and my mom was watching Katy Perry. She went with us that year. I was with like my cousins. And my cousin Tyler and I, we went to go see like Real Big Fish, Angels and Airwaves. I think we missed Gym Class Heroes. That was right when Brandy and I started dating. That was one of our really? first dates. Yeah. No we went way. And saw Katy Perry. At the Darien Lake? Yeah. That's I crazy. mean, we started dating in 2008. So that all adds up. Fuck. That's awesome. Yeah. That was a great year. Yeah, it was fun. I think Andrew WK played. Oh, man. Oh, I, I met him at 2010 Warped. But yeah, I don't think I saw him at But it was like, bef- like now he does it like with an iPod and just yeah. like goes on stage by himself. This was when he had like a full stage of like 80s like yoga dancers they had like oh my God. like taibo outfits on they were like punching. dude he's an awesome yeah, it was, dude it was so energetic and fun does he he's still sort of doing stuff i don't know anything after that one record get he, wet i know nobody does i feel like that's just the one people care about yeah it's it's a fun 20 minute act at warp tour i don't think i'd pay to see that he, just him yeah for an hour <laughs> i know like two songs he's sick though yeah it was fun uh you got any fun fright world stories from this year or just in any recent memory or ever? Um, yeah, I mean, there's always fun shit. And I'm, a couple of weeks ago, I scared someone so bad their shoes fell off and they didn't come back. Oh, so fuck. I, I just like, I was like, oh, I guess were they nice shoes? My... No, they were Crocs. They weren't my size, though. 
Dude, I hate Crocs. They're ugly as fuck. Uh, they are, but they're so cozy. I'm Crocs all the way. Really? I don't wear anything other than Crocs. Are you wearing Crocs right now? I don't have shoes on right now, but if we were out, oh, okay. I wore Crocs when we went to the haunted houses. Had no idea. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> once you go Crocs, you don't go back. Wow, that's crazy. I I went to um like a play the other day. My friend's husband is like in like a um like a acting play type thing. They did uh, yeah. Night of the Living Dead. It was actually really fun. Oh, cool. But anyways, I like hit up my friend. I was like, yo, like what's the vibe at this place? Like just like wear a dress shirt or like can i wear like my usual she just responded don't wear crocs i was like oh, oh man fucking. so uh, for the first time in like years i didn't wear crocs <laughs> and i got there and i was like yo i could have totally worn crocs here that's wild yeah but it's just this is funny that's how my friends know me they just respond don't wear your crocs <laughs> um croc croc kyle i saw this this uh you know what a widget is which, yeah. Those little things you like stick in your Crocs, like little plastic. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know the like anti-social social club, the, like clothing line. Yeah. I saw one that said anti-Crocs Crocs club. That's fucking. That was pretty funny. That's awesome. You ever get assaulted at Fright World? Assaulted? Uh, yeah, I've been knocked out before. What? Yeah. Somebody uh, beat you up? I wouldn't say beat me up, but they hit me real good and I hit the ground. Oh. Uh, I was probably like, hmm. I think it was probably the first year it was, it was Fright World. It's probably like 2010. Wow. Uh, it was a slow night, and I was like, it was, this is before I did Chainsaw. I've only been doing Chainsaw since like 2016. Yeah. So uh, I was working in this like cave, and this dude, like huge black dude, probably like seven feet tall, yeah. jacked. And he like <laughs> socked you. Well, he came in the cave. I scared the fuck out of him. He <laughs> turned around and like ran the way he came. Yeah. And it was slow, so the Chainsaw guy had chased him into me. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to hit him again. And uh, he wasn't having it. He just decked me. I hit the floor. And then he was immediately like, oh, shit. He picked me up, oh. carried me out of the house. I woke up and I was like in my office with or in my boss's office with my boss, the police, the guy who knocked me out and my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. And they were like, oh, do you want to press charges? I was like, I don't even know what fucking planet I'm on. And uh, <laughs> You didn't remember it even happened? No, the dude felt terrible. He, like, helped me out of the house. It was yeah. just his reaction. He was just fight or flight, and he was a fight guy. He just yeah. he swung. He hit me square in the eyebrow. It cut my eyebrows gushing blood. I just Fuck. hit the floor. See, that's so bad, though. If you know you're like that, you probably just shouldn't go to houses. That's not smart. I man. remember my boss telling my wife, being like, yo, he's got to go to the hospital. He's got to go to the hospital. I was like, I'm not going to the hospital. What well, was Brandy saying? Brandy was like, I don't know, Kyle, what do you want to do? I'm like, we're not going to the hospital. <laughs> what do you want to do, Kyle? We just went home. and I, I probably had a mild concussion, but that was fine. That's crazy. Yeah. I had some some girl whip me in the eye with a purse once. I, think that, I mean, yeah. I get stupid shit all the time. Like, someone punched me last week. Yeah. Yeah, just a girl. She was like, the spot I'm in now, like, I, I scare them. And then they run down this hallway, and then they come around, and they come back. And if it's slow, I can scare them a second time through yeah. a, a different door. I got him once and she was like cussing me out. She was like, oh, this fucking piece of shit. Fuck him. Fuck him. I'm like, yeah, keep talking. Keep talking. Girl, I'll see you in 10 seconds. She turned her. <laughs> she turned around. I got her again. And she just fucking like had like her vape in her hand. Like just uh, fucking like shoved it into my face. Like kind of uppercut me. What'd you do? Nothing. I mean, I, I text my boss. I'm like, this fucking bitch just punched me. Wow. He's like, oh, what do you want to do? I'm like, nothing. I'm just mad. <laughs> just venting. I, she's probably like 19, just like trash. That's crazy. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, when the girl socked me with the fucking purse, though, I could tell the difference. It was, you know, between fire or flight or somebody actually doing it on purpose. Like, she did it on purpose. Really? Because I scared her, and then she, like, stalled for a second and then whipped me in the eye with it. Yeah, this girl and that's definitely hit me on purpose, terrible. too. And her boyfriend was just, like, laughing. I was like, yo, come on, man. So I heard you're they're giving you like kind of a hard time to give friend passes out this year. Uh yeah, they're strict about it. It's a new boss, so that sucks. Know, yeah, they're not they're just strict about it. I don't really know the policy. I usually just 
roll in and do whatever the fuck I want. And they weren't having that this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer. Steve's not there anymore. Yeah. Steve uh, quit Freight World. I don't know. I think he's like running like a PR company or something last I heard. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't talk to Steve super often anymore, but um, he was a cool guy. Yeah. I texted him when he left. I was like, oh, bummer. I'll see you around. Back in the day, my mom from uh, Custom Tea, she made the, all these shirts for Freight World like way back in the day, probably, I don't know, 2012 or something, 2010. And uh, I just remember when we brought the shirts to him, he gave me like probably 20 free tickets to, to have like for me and my friends and stuff. And awesome. I thought that was sick. Yeah, Steve was very cool. He's a good guy. Uh, the new boss is uh, much more focused on profit, profit merchants. Yeah. It's also the owner's wife. So Yikes. things are a little different. Is uh, Who is the makeup guy? I like that guy. Oh, uh, there's Andrew. Andrew. There's uh, Amanda. There's a couple new guys this year. Andrew's still there. Yep. Yeah, he's like the head person there. He teaches like all the new people how to do makeup. And, he's very nice. Uh, runs like the costumes and stuff. Yeah, Andrew's cool as fuck. Yeah, I used to like when he would do, do my makeup. Yeah, you, uh, you might see time. him sometimes. He goes to like um, horror cons and sells like props and stuff. Oh, I think I have seen him there. Actually, he was at like uh, Nickel City Con. Yeah, that was a thing. Yep, I saw. He him sells there. like little like magnets and just like little. Uh, souvenirs they're pretty cool yeah he's he's good at like making props too right totally yeah. yeah i remember that yeah he makes a lot of those masks and stuff for the houses those, a lot of those are custom made by him oh yeah the grind house ones especially mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that was my house grind house yeah, grind house is good loved it and you're in which one this year the new one uh fuck. clown Put it was like a clown spot. boneyard one. collective or boneyard something is it clown themed kind of it's okay. like uh i don't know carnival in the woods Kind of. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just walk in the back. I do the chainsaw and I walk, I don't, I don't <laughs> walk the fuck know. out. It's like, um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only thing I, I am kind of bummed with, um, and I am taking a shot at Fright World. Why, why is it $40 now? Because I swear, it was like two years ago, it was like 25 You know, I want to hate on Fright World for that, but I've worked at haunts in other parts of the country, and Fright World and Buffalo in general yeah. were just so much cheaper, yeah. uh, and it's just catching up. Like, that's going right for a haunt that's in Boston. insane. Yeah. But $40. I mean, it's it seems like a lot because they took a huge jump to catch up. Yeah. But uh, in reality, they were way behind. Like that's the cheapest house around in Boston. The house I worked at, I think it was thirty five bucks back in like twenty fifteen. I'm sure it's more now. Yeah. And it's like one or two houses. I just, I just it's like know. one main haunt and like a small little thing. Is Fright World still killing though? Or like a lot of people coming? Oh yeah, totally for forty bucks. Yeah, okay. slammed every day I work. Okay, interesting. I don't know numbers, but uh, doesn't feel slow at all. I'm sure they look at all that stuff. Yeah, and like I'm sure if, if it wasn't, they wouldn't have gone that high. But yeah, they, they probably, probably go felt back pretty down. confident that they could pull it off. And I get it, man. It's it's. I mean, kinda, every, everything's gone up. It's not just fright. Well, that's every, just the economy thing. right now, dude. I'm still paying like almost six dollars for gas. That's insane. I think actually, I think it is still six. It's like three sixty nine. I think I paid this morning. Yeah, yeah. And They're talking about doing like a like a relief thing for Californians, but yeah, I heard somewhere we were gonna get like um some sort of probably 400 bucks or something tax rebate for depending on how many cars you've registered to your name we'll see if we get it yeah um but yeah i mean like convention prices are insane now too i mean i've never really been a convention guy you're um, not a big autographer no definitely not i feel I, if to me autographs feel very ingenuine yeah for sure like i'm taking my kid to meet dominic hasick in a couple weeks yeah but like as a grown man i'm not going to be like Hey, will you sign this for me? I love you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems very, I want to meet that. someone genuinely. I want to sit down yeah. and talk to them. Even if it's brief, if we just talk for a second, yeah. that's cool. But like, I'm not going to like pay you to meet me. That seems very totally. fake. And then you're going to pretend that we're cool or even worse, not give a fuck after I pay you $50 to take a picture with you. Like, yeah, I'm not into that at all. Like tomorrow when we go to Joe Bob, I'll be like, Hey, what's up, Joe Bob? What's up, Darcy? But like, yeah, I'm not going to like 
pay to get their autographs or anything. Hopefully, if, I know Peter's going to get something. Hopefully, he'll just take a free pick with us. Yeah, he did for me. I met him before. He took a picture of me. I'd love that. He actually signed some for me. I, I didn't sign, pay for anything. And I, I think it was just like I had a freak accident. I was got in line with somebody else. And then yeah. when it got up to me, they're like, oh, what do you want me to sign? I was like, uh, I have a record in my hand. You signed this record? <laughs> what record was it? Uh, I have like the Joe Bob soundtrack record. Oh, perfect. Okay. And uh, I had bought it. No intention of getting it signed. I was just waiting in line with someone else. And he didn't charge you? He, I was just standing in line making small talk with him when it got to me. And uh, he was like, oh, you want me to sign that record? I was like, sure. And he just, <laughs> I later found out you had to go in line one to pay and like get a receipt and line two to meet him. Whatever. I didn't know. It was kind of like unorganized and a shit show. It was at that Mahogan drive-in. Oh, Mahoning. Yeah. yeah. What did I say? Mahogan? Yeah. yeah. Mahoning. Mahogany. And um, uh, it was like real late after the screening. It was a fucking disaster. Yeah. But uh. I didn't know any of that. I just got in line with somebody else who yeah. was, knew all this and it just happened organically. Yeah, I definitely won't have anything to get signed, but... Um, I'll have to show you when we're done. It's in my record collection. It's really cool. It, have you ever seen that record? No, I haven't. It looks like the cover of um, Sgt. Pepper by uh, Beatles. the Beatles, right. but instead of like every little character is like a character from one of the Joe Bob episodes. Really? It has like Tammy and the T-Rex. It has like like every oh, little... Yeah. And, and there's probably 40 like all on the cover. And it's got, uh, I can't remember the guitar player on uh, Joe Bob. Oh, I don't know. The guy either. who does all the songs. He's I, I've it. hardly seen him. I've, I've only seen him, honestly, with you and Peter because I had Shutter for the longest time, but I had it through my Amazon. Oh, yeah. You need the actual Shutter app. fucking stupid. You yeah. can't even stream it. Yeah, I, I've heard that. So I, I have to buy Roku now. My, my friend Mike Epstein. That's, ate, I have a Roku, so I can do that as well. Yeah, he gave me. Is it Roku or Roku? I don't know. I, Ro- see, I see Roku. Roku. I could be wrong. I have no idea. He gave me his, and it's not even working. I'm like, fuck. So I got to go buy one. I think it's like 40 bucks. Yeah, it's not that much. Not terrible. But I'm probably going to see if Peter can let me use his shutter. I'll let him use my prime or something. Yeah, ask him. You got I'm telling you guys, you guys got to literally share your passwords with people because I have literally every single streaming service and I don't think I pay for any of them actually. I have no comment. I pay for I pay for prime. No comment. I I legally subscribe to everything. Yeah? Yes. No comment. You pay for them all? I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, I share with some people, sure. Yeah, you got to do that. My mom gives me a lot of shit. She pays for shit. She's like, oh, you want this password? I'm like, sure. Yeah. I don't even use it. Like, I have the HBO thing. I never use it. Yeah. But uh, going back to terrors, yesterday we saw the Monster Squad, and uh, you had this whistle you you got from your free little yeah, prize fun. bag. They gave us, like, little trick-or-treat bags. and Fucking blowing this whistle. some, like, little uh, plastic lips with fangs, and had, like, a really silly whistle. I thought it was pretty fun. It was, it was like, <laughs> That was fun. It was hilarious. That was fun. That was a... Fun Halloween activity, dressing up. And it was seeing all our homies and seeing yeah, Monster wore, Squad on the big screen. You wore a cape, yeah. and so did Peter. Yeah, I totally phoned it in like half ass. I just grabbed like a cape and threw it on my real clothes, and that was it. All I wore was a flannel and my horse Howl ground shirt. So I, I guess I phoned it in more than you did, so I don't feel that bad. I didn't. I didn't even realize. I was like, "Fuck, we have to dress up." I forgot. But a lot of people didn't. Yeah, you don't have. You to. don't it's have just, to, but you should. I had fun. I like dressing up. Yeah, it's definitely fun. Did I haven't dressed up for Halloween in like ten years? I was thinking of going to get like makeup or something and do something kind of Amanda fun. from Fright World comes over my house every year and does my makeup. And I just do like a slasher guy and have what? like ripped up clothes, bloody face. And I like chase kids with the chainsaw. What time does she come? Uh, I think I'm actually going to her house this year. And I think I'm doing it 2.30 today, this this year. Really? Yeah. And where does she live? Cheap to Wagga. Would she do me? To pay her, I'm sure she would. How much do you have to pay her? I don't know. She doesn't ask me for money. I just throw her like 20, 30 bucks. Uh, okay. Did she do a pretty good job? Yeah, very good. She's, I mean, she's a professional makeup artist at Fright World. Nice. She knows what she's doing. 
That's sick. Yeah. But yeah, the Monster Squad was that was a good one. Pretty short. It's like like an eighty minute movie. Yeah, it's fun. I last time I saw that actually was on the big screen. Yeah. At the drive-in, it was a double feature with uh, Lost Boys. I'm not gonna say who, but a couple of our friends had tickets and bailed, and their reason was it wasn't a brutal enough horror movie. Those who will not be named are the people I saw it with on the big screen. <laughs> oh, like ten years ago. Yeah. That's funny. It's fun. I remember like a bunch of like goth kids came out on like their motorcycles at the drive-in. Really? Yeah, it was sweet. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> Yeah, Monster Squad's fun. Yeah. It's so weird to think that Fred Decker just did that and Night of the Creeps. Like, those are his two movies. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't know that until you told me yesterday. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's cool. He's a really cool guy, too. He's got a great personality. I feel like he, I don't know much about him, but I like both those movies a lot. Yeah, I feel like he could have had a way way better career. But it's hard making movies. Why did he get out of it? Do you know? I don't know. I'm wondering if they just didn't make enough money. What was time. first? I like, want I want to say Monster Squad, but I could be wrong. Was Night of the Creeps a bomb? Maybe he, like, lost a lot of money and it that could was have the been. end of his career? It could have been. Yeah, I mean, it's hard, especially back then. I wonder how they got funded back then. Probably the same ways, but, yeah, I don't, you know. I don't know anything about movie making. I don't. I hardly do either, and I'm trying to do it. <laughs> um, what are your plans for Halloween? Uh, every year on Halloween, I do the same thing. I, I turn the garage into a haunted house. Kids come through it. Um, Very cool. So we'll do that. Kids will trick or treat. Um, we get a lot. Like, we've been doing this a long time, so people come to know where the house with the haunted house in it. Yeah. And we probably get like a couple hundred kids. Do you give them candy before the haunted house or do they have to go no, through? No, they got to go through. Really? And if they get too scared, I got like a secret stash of king size bars. Like if I make a kid cry, I'll give them a king size. Try to, That's try to soften the blow. What if they don't go through? They don't get candy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to go through. Take um, a hike, kid. <laughs> and then I have this tradition personally. I just like when everything's all done, like, the calm after the storm I, I wash my makeup off i sit down i make like a hot glass apple cider and i watch night of the living dead yeah every year i watch the same movie and i make hot apple cider that's sick yeah just my wife goes to bed i do it by myself dude just, i haven't had that in years i love hot apple cider i have some in the fridge i'm ready to go for monday so we can make a glass after this oh my god oh. my throat's usually a little rough after screaming all night so yeah i like to have the warm apple cider and just watch the classic that sounds amazing yeah it's fun Speaking of Joe Bob Briggs, we're going to Rochester tomorrow to go see him. Fuck yeah, I'm pumped. I wasn't supposed to go, and then it just... This all worked it out. It all worked out last night, and now I can go. I was so stoked. He, call, he calls me last night, right after we leave Monster Squad, and he's like, oh, man, I'm off work tomorrow, and I can go to the home haunts, and then we can go to Joe Bob, because I'm already off. Or What was the reason you got off for Joe? I never call off of work, because I only work every Friday for the haunt season. It's like six yeah. or seven days. So for me to call off, it's just a shitty thing to do. Totally. So... I've started to realize I'm not going to be able to do Joe Bob because I have to work. And then my boss randomly hit me up yesterday. He's like, Hey, you want off tomorrow? And I was like, uh, what's the catch? He's like, nothing. I got, <laughs> I got a guy who wants to work. So I'm just seeing if anyone wants the day off. I'm like, I would love the day off. And I randomly got off and was like, yo, I can go to Joe Bob. I wasn't so sold out. Sick. I bought a ticket and we're leaving in the morning. Yeah. We're going to go to Dogtown hopefully and get some garbage plates. Fuck yeah. Which is are they vegan there? They have tons of vegan stuff. Tons of vegan. It's not all vegan, but they definitely have vegan options. It's such a great place. Yeah. If you're ever in Rochester, Dogtown. That's my go-to spot. I, I like to take the kids to the Strong Museum. Yeah, dude. And then go to Dogtown. And the Strong Museum still got the Wegmans shopping yeah. cart. Yeah, the, which I loved that. It's as really a kid. good. I got tickets to a Rochester Americans game coming up in January. Probably nice. do Dogtown before that. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's when you're bringing the kids, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're going to see them play the Toronto Marlies, I believe. Wow, that'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they uh. Uh, this is my first year having Sabres season tickets, and one of the perks is you get a couple free floater tickets for uh, a couple of oh, uh, Amherst games. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. So I'm going to take advantage of that, go see an Amherst game. 
And then tomorrow we're going to go to Record Archive again, which I, I never went there with you, but you said that you've been there. Yeah, a bunch of times. Yeah, it's a great record store. Probably the best one in Rochester yeah, to this cool. day. Um, Even before vinyl, like, vinyl's like popular now. You can buy vinyl at fucking Walmart. Yeah. But like 10 years ago when you when it wasn't that easy, yeah. they always had a great vinyl selection. So I'd always try yeah. to go there. Specifically used, like they had just a huge collection of like modern use shit because they're constantly yeah. like buying collections. So you could get shit a little cheaper and still in pretty good shape and man we used to love picking through their bins like five years ago back in uh 2017 me and peter went to syracuse to see john carpenter live and we stopped at record archive on the way and we got the craziest stash of horror vhs tapes i remember you saying that and you were telling me earlier that like you know they kind of know what they're pricing but like i, I don't think they really did because at the time you know we might have paid like five or seven ten bucks for some of them but i walked out with like a bunch and i got it was like 75 bucks yeah, and I mean, the, the, when I said it, they know they're not selling them for a quarter like Goodwill. No, but, yeah, uh, they're also not selling them for eBay prices. It's kind yeah. of in between. I mean, they got to keep the lights on. Yeah, yeah, they want people to come. In. Yeah, but uh, yeah, sick. I, I don't even know what I was gonna say, but yeah, I'm hoping we get some more more horror tapes tomorrow. That'd be cool, and whatever we can find. Yeah, oh, what I was gonna say is um, so for, Brandon from Fry Rags is hosting a screening tomorrow. A couple months ago, he gave me a tour of Fright Rags. I would love to see that. I was just—he's probably busy tomorrow. I know. Probably I was, not the best day to hit him up and ask for. A I favor. could give a fuck. I'm gonna do it because I think he would do it. I'm sure he's dealing with like Joe Bob and Joe he, Bob's writer and Joe Bob's people, and he is. But we are getting there kind of early. We are, but I, I still would feel like an asshole being like, "Hey, man, I know, I know. you're booking this Trust event, me, but uh, you want to give us a private tour of your place?" <laughs> but I would love to see it another time. I I could. I won't say you want to see it. I'll tell him. I'll tell him Peter wants to see it, and I'm gonna be with Peter. Does he know Peter? Of course. Okay, cool. And he's never come to terrors, and I, I think mean, Peter's if, still bummed about that. If he's down, I'm totally down to see it. I just feel like he's probably gonna be busy, and I don't want to be a dick. But I, uh, I would love to see it, dude. It's sick. It's yeah. in an old mortuary. Does he have like tons of like inventory of like old oh. shit that's not on the website? Everything, dude. And you know what's crazy? When he tour- he gave me the tour, he like brought me through the whole warehouse, and this guy was so nice and courteous about it. He was like take anything you want sweet and i was like dude and i'm too nice like i literally i should have and i literally didn't i was like you know, Do you know like, what a uh, meth syndicate is yeah dude oh okay my so my buddy hilarious is like the ghost for meth syndicate like he yeah screens 100 of their shirts ships on 100 of their orders really meth syndicate i believe is out of la yeah he doesn't do anything other than like promote it on social media and like run the website yeah all the hands-on physical print work is done by my buddy out of massachusetts <laughs> and uh I he's like a homie of mine. He like screen printed my wedding invitations, tons of my record label shit. I've known this dude ten years, nice, probably longer now. And uh, I ordered a Meth Syndicate shirt, and I hit him up. I was like, "Yo, just grab that shirt." He's like, "Oh, cool. You want anything?" I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "So if you don't know what Meth Syndicate is, they do like bootleg shirts that are hilarious. hilarious. But the way it works is they put them up for a limited time, and then they take them down because they can't get like season assist letters. It's all gonna be like up and down, in and out. So like." He'll do a run of shirts. And, and that's I, legal? Like, at that point, when they just do no, it like No, totally that? not. <laughs> but So that's that's just a way so they don't get caught. How they, Yeah, how are they going to get caught? It's like a private, you got to be fall, request yeah, yeah, to follow yeah. the website. Yep. And when you go on the website, there's, like, one shirt up, and that's it. Uh-huh. And, like, then they'll do, like, the Taylor Swift shirt that's up for 24 hours, and then it's gone. So, like, there's no trace of it whatsoever. Is it, is it, like, on a tag on the shirt that says Meth Syndicate or no? Uh, What do you mean? Like when you buy the shirt, does it say Matt Syndicate on the inside or no? Some do, some don't. Like the one I'm wearing right now is Matt Syndicate. Um, I don't think this says Matt Syndicate anywhere on it. I mean, like in the tag though. I don't know. You can tell me. I'm curious. No, I don't, I don't think so. Because they would trace them right back uh, to them. I man. don't think so. But anyways, um, so he'll make like, you know, 
a thousand smalls, a thousand mediums or whatever he yeah. does. And then he'll sell them. He'll have to make extra in case they get lost or damaged. And then those leftover smalls, he can't really sell them because this it's gone. So he just has like five smalls left forever. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, what do you got? And he like showed me the inventory, like a video of the inventory. And yeah. he's got every single shirt ever, like just a couple sizes of each one. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And he just sent me a couple uh, random shirts with my order that were like long out of print. That's awesome. I got the, you ever seen the Misfits one with like Steve Buscemi ice? Yes. He sent dude. me that one. So funny. Uh, I got the the Black Flag one that says Borat voice, my wife. I don't think I've seen that one. That's he, funny. he gave me that one. Uh, and I bought the Taylor Swift one. What size shirt are you? Small? Yeah, I'm a small. That's crazy. So I'm sure he's got a bunch because it's probably not a super common size. I look at you and I always think you're like large. No, I'm like 140 pounds. I know. Well, I know that, but like you're still like I'm the tall. same. You were we're both tall. Yeah, I'm like six foot. But I mean, I, what do you wear? We're not. I, we're large, not sure. Really large? Yeah. Maybe you just wear your shirts a little larger than me. Like I, I'd, I mean, a medium's tight on me though. I mean, I'm wearing a small right now. I don't think it's tight. Fits me proper. Yeah, you're just a little smaller. I'm, I'm scrawny. <laughs> But yeah, we're going to see Chopping Mall tomorrow. Yeah, I, I want to know if it's on in, on film, if it's on 35 millimeter. I don't know. I think it probably is. It probably is. If you said we saw Halloween there. Halloween was... was definitely on film. I'm okay. positive of that. It's, I think it might even say it on the poster. Was that 2017? I think that was. Maybe John Carpenter's 2018. I don't remember. But I think, I think yeah, I think it was 2017, the little. I got the poster right in the other room. Yeah, same, with signed by Linda. Yeah. Yeah. No, PJ Souls. Yeah. Well, that, that's character's her, name. Her yeah. character's name is yeah. Linda. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, man, this would be my fourth fucking time seeing Chopping Mall on the big screen. So I'm kinda, I saw it when Peter showed it, and this will be my it. second time. Honestly, it's my only my second time seeing the movie. Oh wow. I'm not a huge Chopping Mall fan. It's it's silly and fun, but it's fine. It's fun. I don't like love it. Yeah. I'm just going tomorrow to hang out with you and Peter and see Joe Bob. Yeah. And I don't I don't hate Chopping Mall, but it's not like my favorite or anything. I was telling you earlier, my buddy Tony dropped me off at the airport. He's Ferdy from Chopping Mall. That's cool. I met him at like uh, the New Bev, which is the the Tarantino Theater in L.A. Yeah, tell me about all the time I get mad that I can't go. At at a Chopping Mall screening. Cool. And he like signed my shit and then. So does Tarantino have anything to do with like curating what gets shown there? Uh, Oh, yeah, totally. so, So like, does he fuck with Chopping Mall? Oh, of course. Sweet. Dude, he loves all that shit. Dude, Tarantino's sick. How often does he hang out at his theater? Like, is there a hardly good chance ever? See him? No, the chances are terrible. And I yeah. actually, I was going to say, like, last June, went to go see like a midnight screening of fucking Pulp Fiction. He literally came. I remember you sending me a picture, and it was wild. It was, and he sat in the audience with us. That's I, sweet. I was kind of in the front, but he he sat in the back. You could hear him the whole movie laughing at all the jokes. That's funny. He just he laughs louder than anybody else. He's probably such a weird dude. He probably is very weird. I've actually I've had like three instances where I was standing as close as we are. And almost met him, but like I got screwed every time. Really? Saw him at um the ArcLight in Hollywood at a uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood screening. Also, Leo and Brad Pitt were there, and they all walked by me. And I mean, man, I, I was like right there with Tarantino. That was the one where actually I photobombed him. Remember that? No. I got I took a shot right above his head, and he, he looks like he's like sweating. <laughs> no, I'm sure he was <laughs> trying to get the it. fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, it's an awful picture, but it's hilarious. And then um I saw oh I was at the panel. At San Diego Comic Con in 2014, when he announced Hateful Eight was still happening. Oh, cool! Because at that point, that movie was completely scrapped because the the script leaked. I don't know if you knew that. No, I I don't know anything about that. The script got out there, so he was like, "Well, not making that anymore." And then I don't know if there were just like inklings that it could potentially still happen because this kid goes up to the mic, and he was like, oh, "I know, I know, you said it's not happening, but is there any chance Hateful Eight will still happen?" And then Tarantino literally broke the news that day, like in the room. It was like, 
it's like I'm not really supposed to talk about this, but hatefully it's it's still on. Cool. And we're we're finishing it or something. And this kid literally started crying at the mic. <laughs> yeah, I like hatefully. It was cool. It was sick. That was a great one. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Honestly, he doesn't really have like a weak link. I mean, what would you say is your least favorite Tarantino? Probably what's... I, I haven't seen them all. I've never seen Reservoir Dogs. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I love that one. So I've seen Pulp Fiction. So you see uh Death Proof. Oh yeah, I love Death Proof. That's yeah. probably my favorite one. Really? Yeah, I love it. I mean, I'm a horror guy, so yeah. Uh, I've seen Hateful Eight. I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Pulp Fiction. Kill Bill. Pulp Fiction. Jackie Brown. Never saw Jackie Brown. Man, that's one of the best ones. What else is there? What am I forgetting? Oh, Jang or Django. Oh, I've seen Django. Uh, and Glorious Bastards. I've seen Glorious Bastards. Kill Bill, Volume One and Two. Saw those. I guess I've seen most of them, hmm. but I haven't seen Reservoir Dogs or that other one you just said, Jackie Brown. Yeah. I wonder what the last one's going to be. You think that's going to be his last one? What did he say? He's only- he said he's only making 10 movies. Really? He counts Kill Bill volume in one and two as one. Okay. I didn't hear that. Um, yeah, he no, says he's no got idea. one more in the chamber. I would say my favorite is probably Death Proof. Really? Yeah. I'd probably say Pulp Fiction. I used to always yeah, say... Yeah, Pulp Fiction's the classic. I, I Maybe I take that back. They're both great. Pulp Fiction's a perfect movie. Um, I always would say Reservoir Dogs is second, but to be honest, I've been seeing Jackie Brown a lot in theaters lately. And I don't even know. I, fucking I don't even love know that anything movie. about that one. It's so good. Is it's, that old or new? It's old. It was like 97 or something. Like where in the timeline? Is it like after Pulp Fiction? It's after. Pulp Fiction was 94. Okay. Yeah, I don't, Reser- I don't know anything about Jackie Brown. Reservoir Dogs is like 92. But Jackie Brown's fantastic. You got Pam Greer playing the, 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 ja- the title role, Jackie Brown. You got Robert Forster, who's from Rochester. Oh, cool. Um, unfortunately, he passed away, but he's a great actor. Um, Robert De Niro's in it. Chris Tucker, Samuel L. Jackson again. It's like it's like all the favorites. Cool. You love it. It's great. Um, yeah. What else are we gonna do in Rochester? Maybe see some spooky shit if we have the time. Yeah, I mean we're getting there early. We'll have plenty of time. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to Dogtown Record Archive. I think Peter's worried we're not gonna meet Joe Bob. I'm like Peter, we're gonna we're gonna meet him. We're gonna hang out with him. We're gonna kiss him. We're gonna do it all. <laughs> I don't really care. I mean, if you guys want to meet him, I'm totally down. But I'm. Like I said, I'm not. I don't really care. Guy. I mean, honestly, I don't know him enough either. I wish, I wish I did because I feel I've like I've already met him, I and I'm don't... not really an autograph guy. Yeah, I I saw him in Vegas at Days of the Dead like last year, and I walked by his table. It was a couple years ago, but I just walked by because I didn't know what to say. When I met him, we talked about the transit driving. Really? Oh, yeah, that's he, cool. He knew what it was. Really? I was like, oh, I'm from Buffalo. He's like, oh, like the transit driving. I was like, yeah. What? Yeah. Has he done like an event there? I don't know. But he knew what it was. That's why he brought it up. Like I didn't bring it up. But I was that's fucking sick. that event was in like central Pennsylvania. And I was like, Oh, you should come to Buffalo. He's like, Oh yeah, you got the transit driving. I was like, Yeah, we do. Oh, it's man. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So you just you just actually you you paid a girl to stand in line and buy records for you today. Yeah, I did. Let I me did. hear about that. Um what'd you do with that? So I am a big fat record collector. As I'm is that is that a joke or were you serious? What do you mean? You're, you're a fat record collector? Fat Rec, the, the record label. Oh, yeah. Fat Rec. I'm a big Fat Rec collector. I see. Um, and they do <laughs> store exclusives. So you have to go to San Francisco. Like, they do these pop-ups, and they'll do, like, the rarest version of the record. It's limited to, like, 100, 150. <laughs> and you have to be in San Francisco to get them or That's pay, crazy. like, astronomical amounts on eBay. So I have a connection in San Francisco, and I pay this girl to wait in line for me to get them. And you do it through TaskRabbit? Yeah. Or you met her through TaskRabbit, mm-hmm. but now you kind of, like, do it on the side? Yeah. And she, you know, charged me, like, 30 bucks and stands yeah. in line for an hour. And 
sends them to me in the mail and i've been doing this for like two years now <laughs> yeah. and that's how, how often does that happen once a year no no way more uh oh you said it's monthly they don't it's not like monthly on the dime it's just random when they announce it but it, it usually ends up being like 10 times a year give or take damn okay and then they'll do like whatever two three records they put out in the past two three months they will do like a store exclusive variant of it so how many times have you had this particular girl do this probably like 15 times <laughs> we've been working together like a couple years now that's sick and you, she probably makes a lot more because you pay her under the table yeah that's like, awesome yeah, give her a couple bucks and that's she, cool yeah so yeah there was a fat rec store opening today and she waited in line got me uh new flatliners record uh lag wagon record and oh, yeah. what was the other one there's one more i can't remember what's the what's the lag wagon record with the girl with the braces i love that one Oh, I don't know. That's the one with May. Through being, or, I was gonna Let's say, talk about feelings. Yeah, I was going to say through being cool. That's the wrong no, thing. That saves a day. <laughs> now, this was double platinum. Yeah. Uh, they did like a 25th anniversary of pressing, and they did a rare color of it that she grabbed me today. That's fucking sick. Mm -hmm. And she, she knows how to ship them, obviously. So, so I actually send her a, a package that's like a very nice oversized whiplash mailer with a bunch of padding, and cool. I'll put a return label in it. So she just opens it, drops the records in, slaps the label on, sends it back. That's so cool. Piece yeah. of cake. Yeah. Man, so we got a lot of great horror news to talk about from this past week. Yeah, that's that's your department. I don't keep up on the horror news, so hit yeah, me up. I'll hit you. So today they announced Shelly Duvall from The Shining is working on her on her first movie in over 20 years. Yeah, you said that in the car. That's pretty gnarly. That's crazy. And it, what's really crazy is she did an interview with Dr. Phil like a couple of years ago, and she was not in the right mind she was not very healthy it seemed like i didn't know anything about that but. i gotta send you that video but she i don't want to say she sounded crazy but it, you know she her mental health did not seem right and adequate to be even on that show maybe she got it together and Hopefully. they just they promoted it kind of poorly too and i know that he caught a lot of shit for that because what are you talking about dr phil just the interview he did with her and like I don't know if it was the way it was edited or, or whatever, but it just made her look like a nutcase. And I'm sure, you know, if she was going through stuff, it probably wasn't healthy to have that be shown to the world, but I'm really stoked that she's working again. And I just found out my friend, Jeremy's friend is working on that film playing cool. like a werewolf. Cool. And then I think who, who else was in that? D Wallace. Did you say Edward Furlong? Edward Furlong. Yeah. That was it. That's the guy from like Terminator 2. Terminator 2. Pet Cemetery 2. Pet Cemetery 2. Great American sequel. American History X. Oh, American History X. Yeah. Oh, Detroit Rock City. Did you see that yeah, one? Oh, that's a favorite oh, of mine. I fucking love, I love that it. movie. I absolutely love it. I didn't know you that. Liked was that was the first rated R movie I ever saw. No way. Yeah. My dad rented it from Blockbuster. Oh, and uh, classic. That and Braveheart, we watched the same night. That's crazy. And uh, I remember watching it with my, <laughs> with my parents. I was probably like, when did that come out? Like, Two, I think it was 2000. No. Had to be before that. Really? Oh, maybe it was 99. Because I was born in 88, so that means I was 11, and I feel like I was a lot younger than that. I thought it was like 99. Regardless, my I I, I, uh, I remember looking over, she makes a comment about a blowjob, and I remember my mom like snarking, like, I told you the kid shouldn't be watching this. And yeah. I, I was like, what's a blowjob? And my parents, started, <laughs> my parents started fighting about whether or not I should be watching this movie. Did they tell you? No. <laughs> it was 99, by the way. Okay, so I guess I was older than I thought. I was 11. So yeah. apparently I didn't know what a blowjob was at 11 years old. That's fucking criminal. That's how I found out. I just asked friends after that that's awesome man edward furlong is a funny dude i saw him at that vegas con a couple of years ago too that might have been actually the same day as joe bob but he was he was literally walking around this casino with a cigarette in his mouth and just acting all crazy it was awesome I, I just watched him in um 
the Night of the Demons remake today. Oh, you were telling me about that. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's not great, but it's it's cool. You know? I, I didn't even hear about that until you mentioned it. Yeah, there's some cool moments. Cool. Um, but yeah, I think he Night of the Demons is that the one that's like Halloween and they go into the house and yeah, I get all those like '80s demons movies mixed up. There's so many. Yeah, there's very a lot of similar demons, titles. Just demons in general. Demons. Night of the Demons is the Halloween one, right? Yeah. And the girl like puts the lipstick. In yes. Her. Okay. Yeah, I've seen. Which they like. they recreated that in really? the remake too. The same exact thing. Where she puts it in her boob. Did it come out though in the original? I don't think so. Because in the remake, she like puts it in her nipple and then it comes out of her vagina. <laughs> Whoa, no, that definitely didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I think it was more more gruesome than this one. Um, yeah, I like Night of the Demons. It was, it was a fun one. It's fun. Honestly, the first time I saw it, I didn't like it. For when whatever I, reason, the, when re- I went the to, original. Um, Joe Bob, that was the movie they showed. The, the original one? Yeah. yeah. So when I went uh, in at the drive-in, they didn't announce it. It was like a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they filmed it. And it was supposed to be like, I don't know. I thought they were going to use it for this season, but they didn't. Uh-huh. But uh, it was two movies. It was Night of the Demons was the first one. And torso was the second one. Oh, torso's fun i don't like torso i don't like italian horror you might like some of them i show you i don't do you see deep red i hate it really i don't like it i i think from beyond is okay or not from beyond the beyond, uh, the beyond yeah from beyond is the reanimator one yes yeah that one's good uh the beyond is fine i don't like zombie i don't really like italian horror at all so pride is too slow for I you like suspiria I you don't. Know, I can't get behind the rubber lips. Like the weird dubbing, fucking annoys me. Yeah. Uh, the, the weird, Dude. like, terrible acting isn't like funny to me. Like I just don't like it. Yeah, some of them are. It's good. a different taste, and it's not for me. You should see Inferno. I saw that for the first time recently. I don't. It's know Argento. That, I've seen that one. That's Argento too. I don't think I've seen that one. That one just had really cool sets. And then Phenomena. Did you see that one? Is that the one with the bugs? Yeah. I think I have. It's that one's actually time. really good. You might like they, that they one. did a remake of that, right? Like an American version. It's called something else, though. Like they changed the title. Well, it was called Creepers. It's okay. It yeah, is yeah. Phenomena. Okay. It, yes, but, yes. 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 Yeah. It's like a couple different titles. That was actually I went to Syracuse where you saw John Carpenter. Uh, oh, did you go to the Salt Lake? Yeah. I went really? To Salt Lake Mass or Salt City Massacre. Really? Not Salt Lake. What year was that? Um, I didn't have kids. It's probably like 2012. Wow. Do they do a good job with that? Maybe I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. I mean, it was like. Fucking eight, eight probably movies. 20 movies. Yeah, it was a long time. It was like more than 12 hours straight. Fuck. And I didn't watch all the movies. I did not watch Creepers. Oh, you, you left. Oh. Uh, I You could go in and out. And like I went and got food or something during that one. Oh, damn. I, I can't sit through 12 movies fucking straight. You, you got to check that one out. That's a good one. I'll, I will eventually. That might be on Shutter. I'll see eventually. Probably is. But I saw From Beyond there too. Uh, I saw Texas Chainsaw. It was all on film. I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre on film there. Yeah. That, that was sweet. Dude, speaking of From Beyond, isn't Barbara Crampton's in that one, right? Yeah. Dude, I just met her at the Monster Palooza. It was kind of an awkward experience meeting her this time. I feel like I might have met. I mean, yeah, I met her one time before a couple of years ago at the uh, 10th anniversary of Your Next, which that was actually just last year. Um, super nice, awesome person. Um, and I'm not trying to downplay it with what I'm about to say, but I had a really awkward interaction with her. What I was talking about, well, just like, I don't know if she was just in a weird mood, but like, I was talking to her about We Are Still Here, which is that movie that was filmed up in kind of like the Rochester area where we're going tomorrow. And I just was like, man, I love We Are Still Here. Like, I wish more people got it. I wish I wish more people were into that. And she was like, people are into that. <laughs> she was like one of those. I'm like, no, I'm like, I know people are into it. I'm saying I wish I wish it reached more people. She's like, a lot of people know about that. Weird. 
And I'm like, all right, all right, weird. I like that movie. Fuck, it's great, dude. And it's just, it's really cold. Like, I love the setting. It's cold and like. Those, Is that the one with like all the burnt people in the, the basement? The burnt people, yeah. Those are cool. The creature effects on the burnt guys. Very freaky. Um, yeah, it's it's super cool to see that she's made such a comeback too, because she she went away for a while. You like Jacob's wife? I didn't see that. Yeah, I told her that. Super I was like, fun. you know, I still got to see that. Super fun. I, I heard it's it good. Lot. Is that still on Shutter? Uh, I think it might be a Shutter exclusive. Yeah, so it's probably still up. I don't I don't know for sure. Is it scary? I mean, no. Is it kind of like a silly? Yeah, it's like it's like fun vampire movie comedy. Uh, it's not like a straight comedy, but it has a lot of comic relief. Yeah. Okay, I love that. But it's not like scary. No. Now, this past week, I don't know if you're a Saw fan. They announced Tobin Bell is coming back to play Jigsaw, which is pretty cool. I mean, I mean, who cares? He's in pretty much all of them except for the last one. <laughs> what was the last one? Jigsaw. The fucking one. No, that was the last last one. The last one was oh the Chris Rock the one. Chris Rock one, which is bullshit. I actually like that more than the last few saws. No way. I don't love it, but it was like different. It had some good moments, like the train I kill liked was Chris great. Rock. I thought he did a good job. Oh man, I thought he was terrible. But I, I mean. I don't give a fuck about Saw, to be honest. They've been yeah. so bad. They're bad. Jigsaw sucked. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. What are they on? What is the last this is This has got to be like 10. Is Spiral the last one? Is that the one with Chris Rock? Spiral? Spiral is the one with Chris Rock, but they did one through six, and then they did Jigsaw. So they're doing another one with or no. with the old guy? I thought the old guy's like dead. I think they did seven and then Jigsaw. So yeah, I think this will be 10. I thought the old guy was dead. Like, I thought he had cancer, and like that was the whole point of Jigsaw. It was like people were living on his legacy or something yeah he might yeah i think he died i can't fucking remember i can't keep i'm up. not a huge saw guy Dude, i don't i don't follow the backstory that much i just remember loving like all the, the weird kills they would come up with that being said i'll go see it oh yeah of course <laughs> um so terrifier too though that was great fucking great i loved it i saw it four times already I saw it three times in the theater with like packed audiences and then i wish i wish it was just like a little bit gorier yeah okay <laughs> yeah it was so it was like insane like uh dude did you watch the q a afterwards oh of course every time it was cool to hear that like that movie actually benefited from the pandemic he totally did. like he just he went balls to the wall yeah well they didn't have time to like finish it so he just like went back to the drawing board and like made the kills so insane and like dude. did up all these prosthetics himself in his house and like he said you know the the scene where like he cuts her eye and then like puts the fucking yeah whatever on her head rips like, her arm off yeah just mutilates her totally and then he like pours that shit over her head and like makes her face all bubbly yeah he said that ended with him cutting her eye just cut her eye she fell on the bed end of scene yeah and then the pandemic hit and he just added more added more added more and now we have that which is insane and it, it worked though like, oh yeah totally i love it there's such a silliness to art's character he's so scary and like just you know like the most evil clown ever but like at the same time he's got this like hilarious just way about him or he just laughs at everything he does and to see him kill somebody for like two minutes straight while he's just like laughing and just just enjoying it it's just so entertaining yeah for it, some was, reason. it was fun i love art as a character art is amazing dude he's turning into an icon yeah he's literally like they're killing at the conventions right now like they're they're about to just do one every couple weekends like for the rest of the year um i think they just got announced for uh mad monster party in arizona they're doing the vegas one they're doing Cincinnati, um, Whorehound. Well, they're everywhere. And I think they're doing Monster Mania like next week in Philly. But yeah, it's it's so cool to see that movie do so well. So do you think we're going to see more Terrifiers? Oh, of course, dude. They're probably already like, I think that actually something came out today possibly. My only complaint is it was very long. 
See, I would say it was like two and a half hours. It doesn't need to be that long for sure. I think it was smart with this one though, because just the thought of like a two and a half hour clown horror movie, like you just have to go see it to believe it kind of thing. And well, I think and, that worked. You know, I was just saying he went back and added more, added more, like that adds a longer runtime. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so like it probably was an hour and a half at one point. <laughs> the only thing I would say is the end was very dragged out. I, and like the rest of it, honestly, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't felt care it like the, the sequence where like they were having that dream and it was like that girl serving ice cream and they were like on that show. Oh, I didn't like that. They could have trimmed that. That didn't I liked, to be like a half hour long. I liked when he started killing all of them, but yeah, that was a very, it was cool, but like very long scene for a two and a half hour movie. If you were trying to trim it down, that could have been trimmed quite a bit. That scene for sure. But I, I liked it. I thought it was super fun. This girl I worked on uh, returning Newcomb High with they're actually here in Buffalo like 10 years ago. Her fiance wrote that song, the, the Clown Cafe oh, really? song. Yeah, I just saw her post is about a, that. Is he a Buffalo dude? Uh, no, she. I th- I'm pretty sure she was from New York City, but she lives in LA now. Okay. And I just knew her from that film, so I've just had her on Facebook this long. But <laughs> she just wrote that on Facebook the other day. I was like, that's small wild. world, yeah. So small. It's crazy. And actually, the kid from Terrifier, I know his parents from conventions. The kid, um, Elliot, or what? I don't remember what his character's name was. Are his parents like? He was the like the younger industry? brother. Are they actors as well? No, they're the parents do like the convention, like vendor, the vendor stuff. Like, like she like sells paintings or something. Cool. And a bunch of her paintings are actually in his bedroom in the movie. Like he has all the metal posters, but then he has like the little punk punk people shit. It's cool. Nice. Um, and then. That's a cool little Easter egg. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, Kate, and then Katie Corcoran, who was in Newcomb High, she was in the first Terrifier. She's the girl that gets sawed in half by oh, cool. the vagina. Cool. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but yeah, dude, that they made over five million dollars in the last couple of weeks, and it's just been getting extended every single week. Did that get like a like a full theater run, or was it just like small independent theaters that grabbed it? No, it was AMC. Like, did that like go to AMC and the it, it went shit? straight to AMC? It was just AMC, I think. Is it rated R or is it unrated? Like, how the um, fuck did that get an R rating? I don't know. Because there's movies that <laughs> were not, were way tamer. and Maybe and it's not rated had R. Issues. Maybe it's like, un- I don't know. I think it's R rated. but I, I know the version we saw was uncut. Hmm. That like, oh, well, we didn't see it together. The version that I assume everybody saw. I don't know. We saw the uncut version at Terrors. Okay, maybe. I don't know. Because there's no way the version I saw could be R. Yeah. It was insane. I can't imagine there being an uncut, though. The fuck? What do you cut out? <laughs> No, my version was not cut. I, no, I know. I'm just saying in general, like mine couldn't have been either. Yeah. I, it was if wild. If it w- was rated R, they would have to cut most of that gore. That's so crazy. I don't know. Maybe that's how they got away with it because it's like a limited engagement. It's not like a wide thing. But I think I misspoke. I think it's, it's definitely playing at Regal here. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's definitely at Galleria. So I don't know if it opened at just AMC and then expanded, but I don't know. Cool. I don't. It couldn't only be at AMC because not, not every city in the U.S. has AMC. No idea. But I know that they just expanded to Canada. We got lucky. Uh, Peter got it at the Dipsons. So. I know. And that must. how was that with the Terror's audience? It was awesome. Yeah, it was a full yeah. crowd. It was super fun. People were like screaming and laughing. Oh, fuck and yeah. Stuff. It was such an energetic, fun movie. We all loved it. So cool. Yeah, it was fun. Peter seemed to not like it. Peter seemed to think it was just too long. And that's his opinion about the movie. Oh, really? And I'm like, damn. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought he liked it. I couldn't tell. I don't know. I thought he liked it. I don't know. I mean, it, it was long, but it didn't ruin it for me. No, that's what I'm saying. It was. It definitely wasn't like super dragged out. Yeah, it worked. But yeah, what I was saying is, I think, uh, I think there's plans as of right now to go forward with a third one, like Sweet. probably by summer, Sweet. if I had a guess. I would be down for more Terrifier. Yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm kind of bummed because. <laughs> 
back in uh, like last year or whatever, I actually came across the audition list for that on my breakdowns on Actors Access. And I almost tried to audition for it, but there were like no roles that suited me. Like they're, oh, they're all like older, I think. I, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, what is that? Like, uh, does your it, agent like give you? Well, the agent does it through like breakdowns, Breakdown Express, I think it's called. Um, but like anybody can go on Actors Access and make an account. And that's usually like you'll find listings and you can just submit to them basically. And like if they send back sides, you can audition kind of thing. Cool. But I came across Terrifier too, and I was like, "Fuck!" I was already a huge fan because you and I went to see it at the the screening room. Oh the first yeah, one. we saw the first one together. We saw the very first run of Terrifier. Yeah, I forgot it was. I forgot I was with you for that. Yeah, it was Dread Central put it out. Yeah, I didn't know anything room. about it, and you were like, "Oh, you want to go see this?" Wait, it's I like, asked you to go. Yeah, and I, you, I remember you telling me like it's the art, it's the character from All Hallows Eve. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go see that." I I'll see anything with friends. But I, it wasn't on my radar. Yeah. And then we went and saw it. I was like, oh, fuck. That was intense. Yeah, it was crazy. I think my wife went, too. Did Brandy go? Did Brandy go? I don't remember. Or it was just us. I think Brandy went. I think somebody went with us. I didn't know it was Brandy, though. I didn't have kids yet, so we probably both went. Fuck. Now it's like either her or I go. But yeah. back then, we could both do shit. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see that. I'll say that about the first Terrifier, though. That one felt long. To me, that feels like a way longer movie than Terrifier, too. I have not seen it since that theater that actually feels like a long time i've ever seen that movie that's like an hour less and for some reason that i I have more trouble getting through that one it's just i don't know the 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 scenes dragged for some reason but i still love it it's it's fantastic all i can really remember is like them being stalked at a laundromat and like the famous like saucy Mm -hmm. i don't remember much more to the laundromat scene carrying around like a black bag with just like body parts in it yeah yeah it was it was much more silly and just kind of like figuring out where they were going with it yeah that was fun though and he, I think he purposely left all the plot holes in the second one just so he could make a third one. Because, <laughs> you, you know, you're still trying to figure out what's going on with that, that father character that died. Obviously, there's no character, but the father that drew all the images that ended up being her costume and everything. Yeah. Yeah. They got to they gotta tie it all together in the third one. But, yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. So I was today years old when I found out that Elliot Smith killed himself. You told me that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't lo- know that. Yeah. I love Elliot Smith. I just kind of started getting into his music like recently. Yeah. He gnarly killed himself. He stabbed himself in the heart with a butcher knife a bunch of times and killed himself. Like you said like 20 times. I don't know the number, but multiple <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> Do you study his death? No. <laughs> but I am a big Elliot Smith fan. Yeah. I was telling you earlier, in my opinion, I feel like that was like, you're either a grunge kid or you like listen to Elliot Smith. Like yeah. if you were into like alternative, uh, not punk, but like India. I don't know what you'd even call it. Like I didn't really fuck with like Pearl Jam, Nirvana. That's not my scene. Not Nirvana? Uh, nah. It just puts me to sleep. I don't like it at all. Interesting. I mean, it's fine. I've got Nirvana records on the collection behind you, but I'm not a big Nirvana guy. Uh, but I love like Elliot Smith. Would you have a favorite Nirvana record out of the three? Probably never mind, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not a big I like Foo Fighters more than I like Nirvana. Interesting. I got to see Foo Fighters um, last summer. I've seen Foo Fighters before Taylor died. It was super fun. I saw him in Boston probably like 2016. Such a shame what happened to their drummer. Yeah, it's sad. Sucks. Sucks because I think he's like preaching sobriety for a long time. And then I don't know if he relapsed. I don't really know what happened. I think that's what it was. Yeah, he just had a lot of drug drug cocktail on his system or something. That's sad. It just sucks. And he was like in a different country. But yep, left back a legacy though. That's, you know. You think they'll go on or you think they're done? Well, I'd probably go on. I mean, they're just, you know. 
I don't know. Not like it's nice to say, like you can just replace a drummer, but like, you know, they definitely can and they can continue. And I feel like it'd be the nice thing to do if, if they're still enjoying it, that is, but I, you know, it'd also be cool to see them start another new, new band. Do you see their movie? Yeah. You know, I fell asleep and I feel bad about that, but I went to see it and I remember the gore being crazy. Yeah, it was. I thought it was fun. It got a lot of hate, but I had fun with it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't tell you because me and my roommate went. It's not great acting. It's the Foo Fighters playing actors they're not actors yeah. but the gore is fun and they're, they're not they're not supposed to be great actors they're just playing themselves like in shitty situations and it was fun <laughs> yeah do you ever go to an amc though and you're just like you're like in that perfect tired setting but you're no, so i never co- go to amc there's like oh, okay. only one around here in the city and i just don't ever go to that oh yeah fuck that one i go to the regal Dude, by i caught house. covid at that one really yeah i was that was when i was working on that movie here and i uh oh yeah i remember that you lost your job over it yeah i got I covid and they fucking wouldn't let me come back and fuck that movie that did terrible paranormal activity i loved it i know you're salty about it but i thought it was super Dude, that bad. was a terrible movie though did you see it yeah i thought it sucked ass i loved it oh it was so bad something of kin or something next of kin i loved it really it's my favorite one in a long time that's hilarious i i'm, I'm a sucker for the paranormal activities i like the first like three a lot uh, i thought four sucked same, same, same. The four was the worst one. The one that's like a Mexican the, spinoff. I like that one. Good. And then I hated Ghost Dimension. I don't even remember Ghost Dimension. That was terrible. What's the Mexican spinoff one? The is that not Ghost Dimension? The marked ones. That one's pretty good. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I don't know what Ghost Dimension is. I can't believe you like Next to Kin though. It's not good. It is totally different. It like breaks all the uh, paranormal activity rules. Uh-huh. It's like not really a good found footage in the sense of like following That's what the I'm rules. Saying. But it was the story was good. And dude, when that thing is like running around, like it was creepy. I don't know, man. And like a lot of times I'm always like, oh, I just want to see the monster. Like I know sometimes it's left up to the imagination is better, but like I just want to see it. Like they fucking show you it. You get up close and personal. You get I I loved it. I thought the creature was yeah. great. I liked it. But yeah, I went, um You're probably biased. I'm not biased. I swear to God. I don't know. Yeah, you're probably salty. Not I'm not salty. No, nah, dude, I'm good. I, it was I mean, I would be salty. I'm not saying that's your fault. I would be in the same position if I was in your position. Yeah. But as someone who doesn't have any bias towards it, I thought it was. No, nah, I swear to God, it has nothing to do with that. I just, I didn't enjoy it. And it was like different. Like, like the series was kind of getting stale. Yeah. They just did something different and it worked for me. My name's in the credits. Cool. Which is kind of cool. Cool. But yeah, I, uh, I went to go see, I don't remember what movie it was. Oh, yeah, dude. What was that movie with, uh, what's his face from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul? Oh, I don't know. You know who that is, right? Yeah, but I don't know. That what, guy. I, I, know I forgot. The, whatever action movie he did, which was pretty good. Um, went to go see that. And I'm, I remember making a TikTok of me like falling with my popcorn as like a joke afterwards. And I don't know which of those activities caused me to catch COVID, but it definitely was at that theater. Damn. And yeah, then I started testing positive like the very next morning. That sucks. Uh, yeah, it was horrible. But uh, man, we got a lot of good horror this year. You know, Barbarian was all right. You I, li- yeah, I love Barbarian. You like Barbarian a lot. Yeah. I, I'll have to give that one another watch. I, I was fine with it. I, w- I didn't love it like a lot of people did. I love, I like Justin Long a lot. Oh uh, yeah, I fucking love him. He's yeah. in that. that was, of course. He plays a douchebag, but it was still cool to see him. <laughs> he was so funny in it. Um, that was like my favorite thing about it was him. It, it takes such a hard turn. Like, I loved the first half, and then the second half was so different. But in the end, I still really liked it. Yeah, I think for me, that creature or whatever, it was cool. But I, I, I thought it was going to go further than that. I thought there was going to be more shit down there. I didn't think that was it. You I know, it. It, it was cool. I, I got to give it another watch. I feel like it's a movie I'll appreciate a whole lot more the second time around. Um, But Pearl X, 
Yeah, I like um Monkey. X more than I like Pearl. Same. Um, Peter's, but I, I don't the other way around. Yeah, I know. I I don't love X. Like it was good. Yeah. I I my expectations for X were like, I didn't get what I expected, so I was kind of like, it took me a little while to adjust to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, up until that point, that was an A twenty four movie. So A twenty four kind of has this art house wheelhouse, and that you kind of know what you're getting, expect to see something like that. So I went in expecting that it was Ty West. So I heard Ty West meets A24. <laughs> this is going to be like amazing. Yeah. And then that's not what I got. It's like silly and like shotguns blowing people backwards and alligators <laughs> chomping. It was so, I don't know. It took me a little while to adjust, but overall it was fun. I mean, the character Pearl is great. And I enjoyed it a lot. I think, I think getting a great horror movie in like March or whatever that was, was a pretty interesting, yeah. rare thing to get. Um, I dug it. I, I just, it, like I said, it's not what I expected. I liked the crocodile thing though. Yeah, 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 it was fun. And then I saw Pearl. I didn't like Pearl as much. It was okay. Yeah, you could tell that one. I don't know. I want to say it was like a lower budget, but you could just tell it was like a COVID. In my opinion, kind of it felt like X was the movie, and Pearl was like a little extra backstory. Same. Like I would never be like, you should see Pearl before X. Like you, you have to see X, and then Pearl was like, if you want more. Totally, you know? I would agree with that. And I'll see the the new one. I can't remember what it's called. Maxine. Yeah, I'll I'll see that for sure. Is that whose name is Maxine? Is that her? That's like the young character that wanted to be like a porn star. It's after X. It's she is like a successful porn star in L.A. That's the story. Weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, then what? How? Then there's not going to be a killer again, is there? Well, she was the only surviving character. She's the so. Only, what the hell is going to happen next? She's probably like fucked up in the head from like being in porn for a decade and watching like all her friends get slaughtered by pearl and now she's gonna so now she's like a porn star who has like a traumatic history and who knows probably unhinges and something terrible happens i don't know interesting i I don't know i wonder how that's gonna work out and then uh i guess i guess we've come to halloween ends yeah i didn't like halloween ends yeah that movie's a piece of shit yeah it was bad i i kept joking with peter i said it's michael's apprentice really it's just it's all about like him finding someone to I don't know. I thought he was going to like carry on the legacy, but then they kill him. And I don't Man. understand why Michael lived in the great, in the, the sewers for like a decade. It I have nothing stupid. good to say about it. I went to see it at beyond fest. So we were like the first audience to see it. And I, I actually got to see all three of them at beyond fest. So it's always been nice to be like at an advanced showing where you don't see any reviews. You just go and kind of I, I kept totally blind. Yeah. Like, I even told my friends, don't tell me anything about it because I want to like it. And if you guys hate on it. I'm Did gonna... I ruin that for you? No, I didn't talk to you about it. Okay. I'm surprised I didn't just text you and be like, that movie sucks. I don't have any social media. Peter asked me. He was like, yo, you want to know? I was like, no, I just want to go in blind. Wait, did you see he saw it after him? Yeah, I didn't go to the one they, they played at Terrace. Hmm. Uh, that was the same day as the Sabres home opener. I went to that. Interesting. And then I went to see. Um... <laughs> he texted you and was like, what do you want to know? Well, we always talk about movies. So he texts me being like, yo. Dude, he gets pissed at me if I even mention what I thought of a movie. He gets so mad. Well, I, I told him I don't want to know your opinion because if he came out and said he hated it, I'd go into that movie thinking I'm going to hate it. Yeah, totally. So I that. just kept a blind opinion and I saw it blind and I hated it. And it sucked. And then I text him. I was like, yeah, that sucked. He's like, yeah, it was so bad. I was just telling him yesterday, dude, I've, I've never had a movie experience like this where I turned to the friend that I was with that as many times that I did the the whole time I would like, like every 20 minutes I would turn to my friend and be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. We did that when they crowd surfed his dead body. It's so I was stupid like laughing. I just looked at it. I was like, this is fucking so <laughs> silly. It was so bad. And I, I remember mean, looking at him at like the hour mark being like, are we even going to get like Michael Myers in this movie? Like yeah. we're an hour in and we haven't even seen Michael Myers yet. 
There's just no way Jamie Lee Curtis or John Carpenter look at that movie and say that was good. There's just no way. I heard Jamie Lee Curtis was like really uh, shook up with the bad feedback the movie got. Really? What yeah, do you mean? Like, like she was really like, I'll never do another Halloween and like took it to heart that no one's liking the new one. When, where did you see that? Uh, I just heard about it on a podcast I listened to. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought I, I've been trying to look for something like that, but I, I thought they just, they did, they've literally just been sharing videos of her crying, like on, on the social media of like people sending in videos, calling her the screen queen and like a legend. And she's just like, Oh, I love my fans. I love my, I love my history with this franchise. Oh, we're, I heard she was really upset that people were hating on it. Good. It's terrible. I mean, most, I think the general response is it's not good. So no, most people are hating overwhelmingly it. this movie fucking sucks. Yeah. And I, I have come across several people, a lot of people that love it. And I'm like, how, how could you, I don't understand. Yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, I get it. I don't, I mean, I, I'll never get it, but like, if you're not a fan of the Halloween movies, I could see you being like, all right, that was, that was fine. But like, yeah, if you're, if you're a diehard fan of this franchise, there's no reason you should walk out and be like, oh, that was a good movie. Cause there's no way. I mean, it's not, they literally write Michael off. Like they, they sideline Michael in his own movie. Jamie is ridiculous again. You know, she's pretty much sidelined too at times. I, I didn't love it at all. Dude, those parts where she's like typing at her computer, it feels like a fucking lifetime movie. What's the line she says? Uh, I don't know. I hope you find love, Michael, or something. Oh, so like that. stupid, man. Yeah, it's silly. And I don't, I don't mean to talk shit on her, but Andy Mafchak, or what's the girl's name? No clue. The girl that plays the granddaughter. Oh, I don't know her name. Dude, she's an awful screamer. That's the one. She's a good actress, but her screams are terrible. She's like, ah! I like, I can't even do it. I've already erased the movie from my brain. It's it's bad. I'll probably never watch it again. <sighs> yeah, and I feel bad. Like the guy that played Corey was great. Like he's really he's a good actor. But well, like, like we're it was, here to see Michael. Like, exactly, it was a terrible. Corey, fuck Corey. I know. I want to see a Corey Michael mask. <laughs> that'd be funny but yeah i don't know we got we got some horror to look forward to i'm looking for bones and all i don't know what that is that's the um luca i'll never remember his last name the guy that did call me by your name but he also did the suspiria remake okay i like the Suspiria remake i love it and uh that's Bo- another one that's long but i liked it it was yeah um another movie peter shit on just because it was long i saw that with peter yep i think was that there no no in california oh True. I saw it at Regal by my house. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Bones and All has got Timothy Chalamet, also from Call Me By Your Name. You know who that is, right? No. Timothy Chalamet was in Call Me By Your Name, Lady Bird. I've never seen Call Me By Your Name. Oh, okay. Interesting. He's been in a bunch of That stuff. was like a Oscar movie a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. Right? Um, but Bones and All is like a cannibal horror movie. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize that yet. It's like kind of being promoted like this drama which I think it sort of is, but it's like a cannibal horror movie. Cool. So I, I saw it was it was being referred to as like a near dark, dark kind of thing. Cool. I don't know if you've near dark. Is that the one with like Vin Diesel? No. What am I thinking Vin of? Vin Diesel, what the fuck? Some weird ass 90s like. I don't know. The Iron Giant? <laughs> no, something dark. It's like about aliens. Oh. I don't know. Vin Diesel's in it. He's in a lot of weird ones. I thought it was called Near Dark, but maybe it's called something else. No, Near, Near Dark's great, though. It's like a vampire movie from the 90s. It was the uh, same director that did The Hurt Locker, cool. Catherine Bigelow. Really, really awesome. That's a movie he needs to show at Terrors. Like, I'm really shocked he hasn't even tried because that's that's a perfect Terrors one. Oh, Bill Paxton's in that. He's wonderful. 
Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the end of the road on the questions here. Um, got anything coming up? Anything fun going on? Uh, this weekend's crazy. There's something every day. Tomorrow is Joe Bob's. Joe Bob. Sunday is the primetime Bills game. And you're back at Fright World, which day? Uh, next Friday. Okay. Monday's Halloween. Tuesday, I take down the haunted house. Wednesday, I'm, we're going to the Sabres game. Uh, Friday's my last day at Fright World for the season. And it opens at 6? 6? 6.30. Okay, I yeah. might do that. Yeah. It's the lights out day. Interesting. I got Snapcase that night. It's the fourth, right? Yeah, the Friday. Okay. I think, so. I think uh, I'll, I'll try to come. If I come, it'll have to be like right when it opens. But... I work Friday. I might go see AFI on Saturday. Oh, yeah, in Cleveland. Yeah, I might. I got to see if I can find a babysitter. You should. If I find a babysitter, I will. But if I don't make it, it's whatever. See yeah. AFI tons of times. I would babysit, but I, I don't know about the baby. I'd probably that'd be too scary. We'll see. If my, if my mother-in-law takes the three kids, Brandy and I will go see AFI in Cleveland. That'd be fun. Mm -hmm. I told you I ran to uh, Davey recently, right? No. Saw him at the Tarantino Theater. Oh, cool. He was just standing in line. Um, and then I saw him with Snapcase. Right before COVID, they uh, they played in L.A. with Earth Crisis and Strife. And Davey literally just came on stage with uh, Snapcase for Caboose. Yeah, I remember you told me that story. Yeah, crazy. It blew my mind. But Yeah, it's cool. Anything else coming for the rest of the year? Uh going turnstile in a couple weeks oh yeah town ballroom yep uh still can't believe they're on the blink tour i got tickets to the blink tour but that's next year and you're you're in seats right uh i'm on the floor in a seat yeah okay uh sneak sneak into that pit i'm gonna try we'll see how it definitely goes. do it um literally get like a 50 dollar bill and just hand it to somebody and be like just let me in i tried to sneak into the pit for uh rage against the machine and i got caught they did not let me in <laughs> they get pissed no, she like grabbed me by my neck and was like, get back there. No I, way. I tried to like just weasel my way out of the, and she just interrupted me. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, get out of here. And I was like, okay. Really? You How know, did you try to sneak in? I like scoped it out all night of like a person who like didn't seem like they were giving a fuck too much. And she was playing it like she didn't give a fuck, but she definitely gave a fuck. Oh, well, that sucks. Uh, I just tried to go for it and she grabbed me. You didn't try anybody else? Nah, I just wanted to like enjoy rage. I didn't want to spend the whole night trying to figure out how to get in. That's so fucking funny. Mm -hmm. eh. I oh. had decent seats. I just wanted to be in the pit. It was a good show. Oh, it was fucking great. Man. It was right after he broke his leg. It was like the next day or two days after or something. Here? No, he broke his leg in Chicago and then yeah, the show was here. I didn't know that. He, okay, weird. I thought And that they canceled everything. They did like one more week and then they canceled all the European, the rest of the tour. The doctor was like, if you keep going on your torn ACL. You're going to do serious long-term damage. So they cancel all the shows. When is it going to happen again, you think? No idea. I thought I heard something like they're never going to do it again. Who knows? I mean, they were supposed to do it in 2020, and then it got pushed to 2022. They did like 10 days, and Buffalo was one of them. I got lucky. That's insane. How much was your ticket for that? I spent a lot. I had I had club seats. I think they were like 250 a piece. Oh, I thought it was more than that. No. Floor was like 400. No, I think floor was like 200. I think it was less. Really? Yeah. I got wow. kind of fucked with that whole thing. I bought, so I was going to go to Boston to see them. Mm -hmm. uh, I bought tickets to Boston Calling to see them. Yep. And then, uh, like, shortly after they announced a full U.S., and I already had tickets to Boston, so I didn't buy them when they went up for sale for Buffalo, and I didn't get them because I already had tickets to Boston. Uh -huh. And then COVID hit, and then the tour got postponed, but Boston Calling got canceled, so then I didn't have tickets to anything. So I tried to find pit tickets to Buffalo and I just couldn't. Um, I had pit tickets in Boston, but 
didn't do to me any good after the show got canceled. That's so sick. But I ended up seeing them in Buffalo. I'd had decent seats. I just didn't get pit. Hmm. But they were great. Did you not see that tour? No. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Can't, can't hit them all, man. I'm, I'm really excited for Blank, though. Rage is one of those bands I, I've never seen. Like, I've seen every band I, I want to see, see them. tons of times. I've never seen Rage. So mm-hmm. I always told my wife I will go anywhere in the world to see Rage or Led Zeppelin. Those are two bands I need to see before I die. Yeah. I'm starting to think it, Led Zeppelin's never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, that was my mom's first concert was Led Zeppelin. No shit. Yeah. Was it at the Odd? 70s. I don't know. Was it in Buffalo? Probably. Yeah, it must have been. It was in the Odd. Um, I never, I never thought I'd get to see Rage. And then... Here we are. I saw Rage now. That's crazy. Yeah. There's something about seeing like those bands that you, you loved growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's later, even if they're not that good. Like I saw Beach Boys. I mean, they were great, but it was like 2013. And I was just like, I grew up loving that band because it's my dad's favorite band. I remember we went to the Big E. It was like a, a big fair in Massachusetts and the Beach Boys played a free show. Oh my God. It was the same day as the finale of Breaking Bad, like the last episode ever. Okay. And I was just like, yo, I want to go home and watch the new Breaking Bad more than I want to watch the Beach Boys. So you, we, didn't, you didn't go? No. What the fuck? Well, I wanted to see the, the final episode of Breaking was Bad. Was that all the members, though? I don't know. Well, that must have been. What was what was Breaking Bad till like 2014? Uh, I don't know that either. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you just missed it. I don't know. I'm not a huge Beach Boys fan, but it was free. So I was going to yeah, go. I them. And I was already at the fair anyway. So I was like, oh, we should stick around and watch that tonight. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, but it is the last Breaking Bad episode. Let's go home and do that. That is crazy. And Breaking Bad was sweet. The final episode ended great. So they probably had crazy ratings that night. Yeah. I was supposed to have Walter Jr. on the podcast. Who's Walter Jr.? Walt's son. I don't remember. The cripple. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen Breaking Bad. But yeah, his uh, whoever manages him sucks because I, I was going back and forth to her by email for weeks. And it just never happened. Damn. But I was stoked about that. Yeah, that would have been cool. That's, that was one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it was very good. And that show knew when to end. Yeah, it ends great. It ends perfect, but it, well, it just... Kind of. It knew when to end, and then it sucked all the life out of it by making Better Call Saul. True. Which I've never watched. I watched, but, like, the like, first it episode. It ended perfectly. Hang it up. Don't fucking make spinoff shows on it now. I know, like, it's so pointless. That are before and after the timeline. Like, it's you ended on a good note. Leave it on a good note. It's all money. Yeah, they're just beating a dead horse. I never watched it. Just the whole idea of that kind of aggravated me. It irks me. Yeah, no point of it. Yeah, he just had like a massive heart attack on set. Who? Like six months ago, the guy who plays Saul. Really? Like real bad. Like he almost died. Holy shit! And he was filming an episode. He's not that old. No, I, I, he's probably what sixty. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think that. Yeah, he's been around though. I think I think he did like SNL back in the day. Where? Yeah. Oh, Bob Odenkirk. That's his name. Yeah, he's a great actor. But yeah. Um. Glad we got to do this again. This is fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me twice now. Yeah. We'll have to do it every single time I come on. Yeah. We'll always have to have new stuff to talk about, obviously. Yeah. I didn't know what we we're going to talk about this time. And we just shot the shit about horror for now. This was kind of just like a random fuck all, but I think we had like a bunch of stuff written down beforehand that like worked out. Cool. But uh, we're like really looking forward to tomorrow. And uh, yeah, we got, we got a lot of fun stuff to look forward to. For sure. Hopefully I'll be back in the summer. Um, if not, I'm definitely going to hopefully come back in October again next year. But definitely be a, a bigger gap this time so i wish you had a better setup so i could just like call you in yeah i don't i'm not you're not on big on the podcasting podcasting i don't have a microphone or anything yeah that's all right we'll always have you on when i come to town then cool thanks man but yeah this was fun all right man all right all right see you all right see you i'll see you in like two seconds cool. <laughs>